The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. It is Friday, January 5th. I am Steven Serta, gearing up for a Week 18 matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, I don't know about you, but we, we spend all NFL season complaining about thursday night football and last night i had no idea what to do with myself i had no no bets no fantasy action <laughs> no football game i i didn't know what to do I, I it's it's weird not having thursday night football at this point yeah it's a it's a different time of year and i i think we all missed it and uh this will be the last weekend coming up of red zone now a lot of people will be upset about but look that means we're getting to the NFL playoffs and and the Chiefs are, are among that. And I think like similar to the first couple days of March Madness, I find the first and second round of the NFL playoffs to be the most entertaining games maybe of the year. You know, you still have a lot of games to watch and they're all with like really good football teams going up against each other. And so that's something to look forward to. But yes, we are weeks out from having no football at all. So enjoy it while we're yeah, I think that that's something I was thinking about about this postseason where I, I think there's usually some bad games, wild card weekend, some teams that, you know, sneak into the playoffs and really have no business being in there. And I, I think on the AFC side, um, you know, e- even the wild card teams, whether it's it winds up being teams like the Steelers or the Colts or something like there's still teams that are competitive enough that I, I feel like the wild card games are, are going to be pretty good this year, just with the way the AFC has played out. And then the divisional round is usually just the best teams still on the table. And we, that's usually where we get the best matchups, but I'm, I'm excited about the playoffs this year, even uh, even though I'm a little worried about the chiefs. Yeah, no, I, I think you make a good point. I think the two seven matchups since they added, it has been bad, but right now, if you look at what the two seven matchups would be, it would be the Miami Dolphins hosting the Indianapolis Colts, and it would be the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers, which, again, I mean, it's not like you don't expect the better teams, the, the Dolphins and the Cowboys, to win, but I, I just find it, them to be a little bit more interesting than maybe they, they have been in previous years. I mean, I could see uh, uh, upsets happening, so... 
should be a good uh, wild card weekend of football uh, and certainly like a, a nerve wracking one for Chiefs fans because and I said this to someone this morning. I, I think the AFC in particular um, is as wide open as it's been maybe since Patrick Mahomes took over. Like the Chiefs are usually heavily favored and they're looked at as a team that's going to win. But I think what's lost in that is sometimes I think when teams are closer to the pack, you just start to say, well, it's not going to be that team because, you know, they've regressed and they're just among the pack. But the truth is, like, you know, they are one of the, the better teams still in the AFC. Granted, I mean, like I said, that the other teams are better, but it's a situation of why not the Chiefs? I, I, I think that they could still manage to play well, play clean football, and find a way to uh, emerge victorious and, and get into the divisional round and then if they were to win that, then you never know. I mean, I, I, I think we're looking at this year so much um, of the Chiefs isolated of like how the season has been within the own walls. Whereas if you look at the rest of the AFC, sure, there are better teams. I mean, the Baltimore Ravens clearly uh, have played the best this year, but I, it's not like they're unbeatable. Um, and I, I just think we should remember that as we go into the playoffs. And we'll hear from Andy Reid later on this afternoon. So make sure you're on the lookout for that on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. But as far as the Chiefs injury report goes and, and you know playing time and guys we expect to suit up on Sunday, we already know Patrick Mahomes is not going to play on Sunday. But some other guys that we were keeping tabs on this week, and we talked about it on yesterday's report, that Chiefs injury report's quite a bit longer than you would want to see ahead of a Week 18 game where we might see a few guys get some playing time. And so now... It's at the point where I'm questioning whether or not some of these guys that are trying to reach milestones are actually going to get the opportunity to do that. Uh, Rasheed Rice, close to a thousand yards, but has not practiced the last two days with a hamstring injury. Uh, Chris Jones has not practiced with a groin injury. We know he's only half a sack away from a $1.25 million incentive. Uh, Legarius Sneed, I, I think it's safe to say he is for sure not going to play on Sunday. And then Isaiah Pacheco returned to practice, but in a limited capacity on Thursday. We know he's close to a thousand rushing yards. And then, you know, Kadarius Tony, who uh, Blaine Gabbert mentioned earlier this week, like he was expected to play, but then he misses practice on Thursday after logging a limited session on Wednesday. So maybe he suffers a setback in that hip ankle injury that he's been dealing with. So. A lot of guys with question marks uh, ahead of this one. And and I tend to think that, you know, we, we would like to see and just judging off of the Chiefs past, like Andy Reid typically is pretty good about letting these guys try to reach these incentives and, and milestones. But if they're legitimately banged up ahead of this one, I have to imagine that none of these guys are going to be up on Sunday's contest. Yeah, certainly not uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Richie Rice. Uh, I mean, you know, you would love that for them to have 1,000 yard seasons, but if they have any kind of injury issues, you know, you, you should rest them. I mean, there's no reason to play two of the most important players on the team uh, in a game like that. Uh, Travis Kelsey's is, is a limited participant this week, and I find his record just considering that it's almost a decade long going for eight seasons in a row of a thousand yards. I think he probably pushes to play, but there also is the alternative scenario where he just ends the streak. Uh, you know, I know that no one is considering that, but I feel like, especially nowadays, Travis Kelsey and every decision he makes is thought out. And, and I just, I, I think it's not out of the question for him to just tell Andy Reed, look, uh, uh, it, Seven is enough. I'm four out of the other tight ends. I'm dealing with this neck issue that has me limited. I want to be completely healthy. 
for the postseason run. Um, I'm not more important than the team, and I, we'll see what happens with Kelsey, but I, I do think there's a chance that he doesn't go uh, as well. What's interesting uh, is Chris Jones. I mean, there's a lot of money on the line. He has not practiced this week with a, a groin injury. And then also there have been two setbacks to talk about, Donovan Smith and Kadarius Tony. They each practice on Wednesday. Donovan was a full participant, and Kadarius was limited, and both were – Pulled off the field on Thursday. They did not practice. So uh, I don't know what the future holds for uh, Donovan Smith and Kadarius Tony. I just tend to think even when Smith manages to finally get healthy, there's no reason for Andy Reid to take Wanya Morris out of the lineup. And I, I think he sticks with uh, that current rotation. And I think Kadarius Tony is somebody that may not even play in the playoffs uh, at this stage. It seems like he had a setback as well. Uh, and I know that fans have been ready to move on from Tony, so we'll see how much time he actually gets in the postseason. On the Chargers side, uh, it seems like they've got a laundry list of players who are just not going to go in this one. It's totally lost season for Los Angeles. Uh, Zion Johnson did not practice uh, this week. Keenan Allen did not practice this week. Kenneth Murray, Trey Pipkins, uh, Joshua Palmer was a a limited participant. Uh, Joey Bosa's on IR, like – it's just going to be like we talked about all, all week long. It's kind of a, a preseason-esque type of game for the Los Angeles Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 18. So I, I really – the the main thing that Chiefs fans should be looking for on Sunday are the players that we haven't gotten to see a ton of this year and how they get uh, folded into the mix this week, really. Like, I, I'm going to be watching for McCole Hardman, who – I think could still wind up being a contributor for the Chiefs, especially if Kadarius Tony just isn't healthy as we head into the playoffs. And maybe Kadarius Tony's done enough damage to his role in the offense this season that they're really hoping they can get something out of McColl in the playoffs. But it starts in week 18 if they can just get him some reps and get him involved in the offense. And then I'm also curious uh, about Justin Ross and Chiefs first round pick Felix and Adike Uzama or all of the guys that I'll be paying close attention to on Sunday against the Chargers. Yeah, uh, I you know I don't I don't think it is going to be necessarily this game where anyone of relevance plays. I mean, it's actually a little bit maybe worse than a preseason game four because uh, in preseason game four a lot of the players that participate you can see building into roles into the regular season uh, you know as you go. Whereas this is you're just trying to not get injured ahead of the postseason. The Chargers. There's no reason for anyone who has an injury to consider playing because the season's over. And so that's the type of game that you're getting here. But I, I think you look toward 2024 with some of the players that you'll see. I actually asked Steve Spagnuolo about that. You can check that on the from the podium podcast on uh, the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. But, uh, you know, I asked him about looking at guys for 2024 because Felix, we assume, and Duque Zama is going to be a – Big role player in 2024 uh, as we go, and we haven't seen a ton this year. And uh, the the mentality is not really looking necessarily for like what this player can do next year. Like they're still trying to feel the team uh, that will perform well uh, in this game and beat the Chargers. And Steve Spagnuolo put it this way: He's like, you know, if you were had the Olympics in 10 days, which for the Chiefs is the wild card round and you had like a trial in the United States three days from now, you would still be trying your best to play the best possible football you can. So the Chiefs will be trying to win this game. 
Uh, I actually think they will win the game uh, be, just because uh, I feel like they have way more motivation to keep the, the momentum going than the Chargers do. And, uh, yeah, you'll get to see a lot of players that could play more of a role in 2024 than 2023, but Kansas City is not looking at it that way. Another player I'd be really interested to see how he's deployed on Sunday is uh, rookie Jamari Connor, who yeah. he, we've – I feel like he's kind of been uh, an overlooked member of the rookie class a, a little bit this year, but he, he's a player that's given the Chiefs some nice reps this season and has gotten more playing time than I think a lot of us even thought at, at the beginning of the year. But, you know, with the starters expected to sit, I, I have to assume Mike Edwards, Justin Reed, not going to be heavily involved in the game plan on Sunday. So Chamari Connors, another player who has looked really good with the opportunities he's gotten this season, and I think he could wind up playing a big role for the Chiefs' defense on Sunday. Yeah, and it, and he's an interesting one um, because, like, very quietly here, he's been approaching the 50% mark of defensive snaps. So, you know, it, it almost is a case of, is he among what Steve Spagnuolo would consider the starters at this point? But the problem is someone needs to play, right? So I think you do see um, more snaps from Jamari Connor. has been a – big-time special special teamer and really has been someone that is high on the list of guys like Dave Merritt, the defensive backs coach, certainly Dave Tobe for what he's been able to do uh, when it comes to special teams. And, yeah, he uh, he very quietly, I think, is going to be an important player for Kansas City for years to come, just considering he's going to be on the rookie contract now for another uh, three seasons. Uh, and when Kansas City has to make those tough decisions down the road where you say goodbye to potentially some veteran safeties, I think he's going to be among those those young players, that next wave of young players that really shines for the Chiefs. So Connor is a, a great, great pick and another uh, important player to watch for sure. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, and I don't expect Andy Reid to give us much this afternoon. Uh, we we know <laughs> you he. Think he'll tell us his plan, Steve. Uh, I mean, we know. Uh, I think he had a a, pre- a Friday press conference a couple of weeks ago that was about forty five seconds long. Um, so I, I'm expecting something similar this Friday afternoon. Uh, but it, it's we're we're still going to be locked in on Sunday, and we'll still have everything you need to know at ArrowheadPride.com uh, as far as Chiefs injury report goes in. Uh, what we can try to help you expect on Sunday when the Chiefs take on the Chargers. But as always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. You can follow Pete on Twitter at PGSuite. I'm Steven Sir. That's where you can find me. Uh, we've got a fresh edition of Show and BK up for you guys right now. We will have a brand new edition of Kingdom Keys doing their best to preview this game and look at some playoff scenarios and things like that what you should be watching for across the afc this weekend that'll be dropping tomorrow afternoon so be on the lookout for that on the arrowhead pride podcast network we'll talk to you guys then hey there it's pete sweeney from arrowhead pride and i'm excited to announce a new element of the arrowhead pride experience for diehard chiefs fans it's our brand new newsletter arrowhead pride premiere It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas.
Kansas City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.